one and only Weezy in the house today. Um, everybody knows Weezy. Uh, we are going to get to that here in just a second. Um, I did want to talk to you all about what we're doing here in Ignite because um, this is not just for Ignite. We're, we're, we're opening this call up to everybody. Um, so those that are not in Ignite, we're opening this up to everybody in August. For those not in Ignite, we do this every single Thursday. We have amazing, amazing guests every Thursday. They tell you all their secrets. They tell you everything they do. Um, it is so worth it to be in Ignite. This is one very small piece of what we do here, right? Um, we do live events. We do pop-up calls. We do social media stuff. We do one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching. We take People that don't know how to spell mortgage, all your new people, managers, all your new people will take them on a 52-week journey into being the best originator out there. So any questions, direct those to me, Austin L at Fairway MC. I would love to talk you through uh, what we do here at Ignite. Um, also, this is really cool. So we do um, separate programs from time to time on specialties, right? Um, we are doing what is called the art of the deal. This is like how to structure the best deal. This is leveraging client conversations. This is overcoming rate objections. Who doesn't need to do that, right? Overcoming rate objections right now. All kinds of fun stuff. This is coached by Amy Slotnick, first $100 million producer in Fairway history, uh, and Brian Moran. This is going to start September 8th through the 29th. It's every Thursday. Okay. It is only $4.95. If you're not part of Ignite already, corporate pays half of that for you guys. It is worth it. One deal by being in this class, you are going to pay for it. All right. If you guys want to sign up, it is called Art of the Deal. Um, there is very limited space, by the way. I sent this out this morning. Um, there is very limited space on this one left. Um, uh, again, $4.95, corporate pays half. If you're not already part of Ignite, email me directly, Austin L at Fairway MC, Austin L at Fairway MC, or uh, Josh just put the link in the chat, okay? Um, now, I'm going to pass this over to Kathy Fitzpatrick, uh, our wonderful, wonderful host. She does such an amazing job hosting these calls. Uh, take it away, Kathy. Thank you. Well, this is really fun. This is my favorite day of the week. And today, especially the opportunity to chat with Wheezy. So when we talk about the topic around being able to utilize uh, continuing education for realtors as a segue into meeting new people and really providing value to your partners, we, we had, there was really no one else to go to. We just had to start with Wheezy because she has done it to such a level that it really, there's there's no comparison. So thank you for being here, Weezy, and for giving us insight into to what you do so incredibly well. Can you just share with us, how, how did this start for you? Did you wake up one morning and go, I have a great idea. I think I'll start to do CEs for Realtors. Well, the answer is two words, heck no, <laughs> heck no, heck no. Well, it started on a stage at Sales Mastery in October 2011, where I spoke about, and, and the, my basic message is bridging the military-civilian divide. And how can we, as a, the real estate community, mortgages, title companies, real estate agents, how can we bridge the military-civilian divide? And then someone went up to Jake and said, why don't you create something within Fairway uh, he came to me, I go, I have no idea how to teach anything like that. It took me six months. The first class was in April of uh, 2012, six months later, and I taught a class to 120 mortgage professionals. It was the military mortgage specialist, and some of you may have been at that. People flew in from all over America to Dallas, Texas, where I taught the class. And the, and the plan was teach this class 
and go around the country to different branches. And I went to Kansas City in May. And then I was going to Tucson in August. And the, the Tucson branch reached out and said, can we invite real estate agents to this class? I was like, well, heck. I mean, they're not going to be military mortgage specialists. I need to change the name or I need to change the content. So I did a quick revision and 150 real estate agents showed up at that event basically bridging the military-civilian divide. And when they left, they go, do we get CE? And I said, once again, well, heck no. I mean, you came to learn information. And then someone said, well, can you do CE? And I go, I have no idea. And I had no idea. Google is an amazing thing. So uh, I began to, how could I, it took me six more months to develop a specific program. Now it's been several names, but became the American Warrior Real Estate Professional and um, taught that to over 30,000 real estate agents in 32 states with CE. But no, I didn't wake up, Kathy, and say, I want you to do it. That's how it happened. So, so what I want y'all to hear is there's a process around all of it. But what's so cool about Weezy being along is she can exponentially shorten your process because what she's learned over time, she's now willing to share with you. But at the end of the day, did you think you were going to do the first one perfectly, Weezy? Did you wait until you had it all dialed in? You knew perfect. It, it was all, it was a great thing. Well, you'd have to know my personality and I'm not about perfect. I'm about just getting out there and I'll perfect it as I go along. So uh, it's amazing when I look at some of the earlier classes and and, and I did, a, so what I would do at the end of every class is I, I always gave surveys and and I we call them after action reviews and after action reports in the military. That's what's called, but I call them surveys. And I would tweak the presentation based upon some of the feedback from the agents. So the presentation I give now yeah, the bare bones is probably the same, but I've changed a bunch. But no, ma'am, I did not wait till it was perfect. I just jumped out there. But that's kind of my personality. Well, I think we all need a little bit more of that. I, I love the five-second rule. Five, four, three, two, one. Take what Weezy is going to teach you today and go. So give us some of the give us some of the nuts and bolts, Weezy. Tell us how it's well, so in thinking about this, Kathy, and and all, so glad that y'all joined today, and thank you for that. I thought about why would you want to teach CE? I mean, you got to think about the why. Um, number one, I saw an email this morning that applications uh, last week are at the lowest level in the last 20 years. Um, and you're saying, well, why, why is that helping me? Well, you know what? Knowing that, I'm a big believer in I'm not going to worry about things that I can't control. I'm going to worry about things or be concerned about things I can control. We can't control that applications are down at, you know, at the lowest level in the past 20 years. But what we can control is our market share. That's what we need to be focused on. If there's only 10 applications taken in my town, I want us to take six of them. I mean, that I'm pretty competitive. Uh, so, you know, if 100 in your city, then you need to take more than your competitor. Well, how do you do that? And I, I do believe, and I think everybody would agree, that realtors are being bombarded with people texting them, wanting to go to coffee, wanting to go to lunch. And But we need to create relationships. Lunch and learns are an amazing thing. And I think that that's one of the ways. And there's a couple of reasons I believe lunch and learns are wonderful. Number one, people are hungry for a relationship. They're hungry to get out there and visit. They're hungry. 
other people. That's one reason. And, and number two, uh, the, the reason Lunch and Learns are, are, are awesome is it gives people an opportunity to learn with other people. So people want to learn. They want to get with other people. They want to formulate relationships. And then you have the opportunity to be the teacher. Now, what if you took those Lunch and Learns and you made CE? You know, you can invite you know, 50 realtors to a lunch and some may, some may come and some may not. But what if you made that two hour presentation into a CE class? Would that matter, Kathy? Would that make it more powerful? Would they want to come, Austin, if you had a CE rather than just come in to hear about how do you bridge the military civilian divide? But if you gave them two or four hours, would it be more uh, lucrative for them to come? Yes or no? it's a given, right? So they have to get that done anyway. If you give them content, that's exciting and something that's going to make them feel good or be around other people who are excited. It exponentially enhances the experience. So obviously answer is yes. I know it was a rhetorical question, but there you have it. <laughs> well, and so I'm, I gave you the why, why would you want to do CE? And I think now more than ever, you need to set yourself apart and you need to become known for something in the community. And I think as an educator and as someone who is providing value, that's one of the, one of the things. Now on the what, and um, let me just say this, on what, you got to think about what am I going to teach? You know, for me, it was my heart bridging the military civilian divide. I think about Linda Davidson and her heart for FHA and first time home buyers. There's a huge market for that. But what is your expertise? What is your passion? What is your, you know, um, the when you think about what you want to teach now, now let me just say this. Uh, you have to go to and take your passion and then tie it to what is the state's requirement for different educational classes that you can provide. Um, acceptable topics, and that is going to be, let me back up and say, and I want everybody to hear this. Is everybody listening? Are you texting? Are you emailing? Are you listening? Every state is different. Every state is different. And I'll, I will give you an example of that and is that Colorado, the last I checked, and I haven't done Colorado, I could, I could complete an application, I could submit it, and in two weeks, I can teach a class in Colorado. That's one. Second example is California, Kathy. California took me six months to get approved. Um, I li literally, I felt like I had to you know, pledged my firstborn child. And then I gave a stack of documents. Literally, I took a picture one time, two inches thick to them. It took multiple submissions, multiple times in California versus Colorado. One more, North Carolina. When I did North Carolina, they wanted one of their requirements. And I'm going to go through some basic requirements. But California wanted me to write out uh, everything I was going to say. Now, if you have ever been to one of my events, I say a lot. And they wanted me to write out, they wanted to know exactly what I was going to say in every session, word by word. I literally took off the week of Thanksgiving, and this, this was several years ago, uh, because North Carolina was one of the states I got approved. I took off uh, the entire week of Thanksgiving and wrote a book. It was 12,000 words. Um, it was a book that was literally 
they used that book to get it approved. The woman who, who uh, approved it was a grammar police. She kicked it back a couple of times. The last time I had misspelled one time, one word and the, uh, in 12,000 words, I'd misspelled one. And she said, even though I was thinking, I don't know if that that's wrong. She said it was grammatically incorrect before she would approve it. So I'm only sharing that to tell you could be easy peasy like Colorado, a whole stack of documents like California are just ridiculous. Sorry for North Carolina people. I like North Carolina. Now, I will say this, that booklet that I created for North Carolina ended up doing a workbook and I use it at every event. Once again, if you've been in my events, I have these workbooks and I titled it. So it was good. It was good practice for me to do that. So when you think about what will you teach and you've got a passion about something, I'm going to use Louisiana because that's I'm here. But understand your state is going to be different. Um, I'm sorry. Real quick question. How can someone find out what their state requirements are? <clears throat> well, I would suggest that you can contact. Um, you can you can Google it. You can go to like, you know, I went to the Louisiana real estate <clears throat> the Louisiana Real Estate Commission. And most of the time, if you go to the Texas Real Estate Commission and you Google it and then you go on there and you do real estate and you do CE, that is, you can do it like that. Just Googling your local, your state real estate commission. Now that's one way. Another way is, is just reach out to some of the realtors that you know and say, hey, where do you get your CE? Who teaches your CE? I'm looking to get a CE course approved. There are a lot of, um, of real estate companies that have their own school. And it's if you have a topic that they're interested in, they may even allow you to submit your course to them, them get your course approved, and then you teach it for them. So that's another way. Also, title companies, many title companies have real have a, um, a schools, real estate schools that they've created. And so they teach. Does that make sense, Kathy? It absolutely does. And for everyone, we do have a handout that'll be available afterwards with some of these things in it. But I thought it was good to hear from Wheezy um, as far as some of those steps so that I want you to be getting those steps in mind because hopefully you're going to get off this call and start Googling away. So go ahead, Wheezy. Well, and so, and so I taught I taught the American Warrior Real Estate Professional in Austin, Texas. And um, and someone from uh, WCR, Women's Council Realtor, came up. She said, would you teach the class to the realtors at WCR next year? Because we've already reached our, like the close of the CE was going to be December. They didn't have time. And I said, sure. She said, we'll get your course approved through our WCR. Uh, the same thing in Louisiana. They said, we'll get your course. And I said, well, I have a school and it's already approved. They said, oh, okay. So you could go through some of the local schools that is probably the first step I would start with, Kathy, is to reach out to, to some of the local schools. Um, I'm going to ask if, um, is Bill Murphy on the call? Hey, Wizzy. So I talked to Bill, and Bill is a huge one on getting CE approved. And Bill, you do this on a monthly basis. Just real quick, tell us about Massachusetts. I think I had an opinion about Massachusetts one time with you, didn't I? Yeah, you said uh, Massachusetts was the worst state to get approved for CEs. Um, we're not a political state at all, Wheezy, um, up here in Mass. Um, yeah, so we were, we, you and I were chatting earlier. A, a few things that, that I would suggest uh, in some of our coaching calls, um, you know, a lot of people are interested in, in doing CEs. 
and and you want to do a two or three hour CE, you're not going to get out of the gate and just go to your board of realtors and say, hey, I'm going to teach classes. The best way to do that is get with the school, get with the board of realtors and, and, and say, hey, listen, let me uh, team up with a certified instructor. And I see that you have financing. I see that you have credit. I see that you have VA or FHA. Economic trends is a real hot one right now, with especially with everything that we're dealing with. And say, you mind if I, you know, we we piggyback off each other, and I'll be the what they call it is you're the um, subject matter expert. So therefore, the proctor or the instructor can actually approve your class. And as you get comfortable um, with your public speaking, your presentation skills, whatever, then they can kind of let you, you know let off the reins and you can take over from there and start running your own two hour CEs, three hour CEs. And that's some of the things we've been doing in some of our coaching with some of our coaching clients is um, teaching them how to get to that, get to that level. Um, and it's been very right. effective in different states. Thanks, Murph. And I talked to yeah. Murph this morning because I knew that he and I had visited. We've got Massachusetts coming up. We're getting CE approved. We're going through different ways, different schools. It's harder. And what Murph said is, if you're new to this, getting approved is harder than if you've been teaching a while. And it's almost like when someone comes to you and they want to borrow money, you go, you have no credit. And you go, well, I need to borrow money so I can have credit, which comes first, the chicken or the egg. And what Murph just shared with you is that he, he if you partner with a local school and just say, hey, could I be the subject matter expert? Different states are going to be different about this, but it's a way to break into the market so you have experience on that. Uh, acceptable topics, and I'm just going to go through uh, some acceptable topics in Louisiana. And once again, they're going to be different. So wait a minute. Let me talk about some things that are unacceptable. So uh, personal development topics, improving your personal. This is things that in the guidelines, and I'm looking at 20 pages of guidelines. They're saying this is unacceptable. Personal management, principles of management. And the reason is in Louisiana, what they want is they want the knowledge and skills taught in a course must enable the licensees to better serve real estate consumers. So get this, what you're teaching is teaching them how they can help consumers more. How can you help the, the, your, your clients more? And that is the purpose of the class. Wait, um, can I ask you a question? Sure. So I came from Movement Mortgage and I did training every week or every month, the last one every month. But one of the things that they did that really helped all the loan officers was they had a, a basically a share drive. So everything that was already approved or already being done in a different state, they basically had a library where the loan officer could go in, take that information, learn it, and then teach on that versus everybody trying to recreate the will. Yeah, that's a great idea. And there's a couple of us talking about something like that. Thank you for sharing that. There's a few of us talking about doing something like that. Um, so great idea. We're working on it. Uh, some of the acceptable topics would be, uh, and this is where you would take your passion and what you want to teach, uh, serving your buyer client. This is one of, well, that me teaching the American Warrior Real Estate Professional would fit under that. Uh, there's also one called time management. Um, there's also one called lending. So if you wanted to teach something on VA, VA loans. So when you, when you decide the topic that you want to teach, uh, it's very important that you name it. Now, Kathy, you and I talked about this, about how do you name it? What do you name it? 
And uh, the American Warrior Real Estate Professional, now I could have taught it VA lending. Would that have been as intriguing as the American Warrior? They're coming to get this certification, the American Warrior Real Estate Professional. So your, your title, I think, has a lot to do with what's going to draw people in. Uh, look, um, Peggy Rowe, and I don't know if y'all seen, she's got a new book out, and that is Mike Rowe. You know Mike Rowe, Dirty Jobs. His mother, I think she's 80-something. She has a new book out, and it's called, this is the name of her new book, Vacuuming in the Nude and Other Ways to Get Attention. So um, I'm not telling you to do that as your class, but what I'm saying is your title does matter on will people want to take your class. And so you tie the name of your class to the subject matter that you're going to teach. Um, do we have any questions or any chat? We have a lot of questions. So um, moreover, we had talked a little bit about, um, I love the idea of the share drive. We actually are going to be going into this a little bit deeper. We're going to do a fanatical prospecting class where we're going to kind of go step by step and a little bit deeper into this topic because clearly there are many, many details that we probably can't address in 20 minutes or less as much as we would love to. Um, that being said, in, in terms of North Carolina, can you can you just kind of give an example of, of maybe what that looked like? And you had mentioned maybe the possibility in some states of being able to find um, facilitators that might help with the approval yes. process. Do you have any information on that? Yes, yes. So we partner with um, Sermon uh, Training, and they're a national company. I did talk to those yesterday of could they help to get CE approved in the different states for the different uh, fairway employees. And they're, 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 let me just say this, they're thinking about that. I mean, there have to be rules and guidelines about different things. Um, you know, there is a lot more involved to teaching CE if you don't work with a provider. And that's why I think it's important. And just like Murph said, he worked with a local uh, title company, a local attorney, is that they cover a lot of the back end. When we did Colorado, I mean, there's a there's a lot of storage. Sometimes you have to store the, the records for four or five years. I mean, you've got to totally create and do this the right way. You've got to make sure people sign in, sign out. Who's going to report it to the state? Because if these realtors come for CE, they want to know, am I going to get credit for this? So there's got to be a method for turning it in. When you work with a CE provider that, you, that is already set in stone that you can partner with them, and there's different ones around the country. And, and Kathy, we're going to get more information about the sermon because I did it the old fashioned way. And I literally have, you know, a full closet full of stored materials from all of this because I became the provider. That's what I did. And it finally grew the more states. It's harder and you got to renew at certain times. But if you're only dealing with one state um, is if you can find someone that a real estate agent or that can direct you on who where they take their real estate CE from and then you partner with them as Merce said to become an instructor that would be a great first step Perfect. um when you write it because there's going to be some writing involved for folks and this is even if you partner with other with a company you're going to have to write and I wrote this down so let me read it you're going to have to write an overview of the of the program in other words, you just can't slam in an outline. You've got a detail, like a detailed course outline. This is going to be needed no matter how you do it. You're going to have to have a time allotment for all of the topics. 
uh, you need to research what the state requires. Like Louisiana, there's 10 minutes for every hour. So you teach for 50 minutes, you have a break for 10. Got to give those realtors a little time to go get a little snack and go to the restroom. So you get a break every hour, you get 10 minutes break. Um, then what happens is when you submit this to them, they want to know what is the learning objective. Now, this is basically every state is going to require a, a course overview and the learning object objective. Now, it's interesting that in uh, and in Louisiana, but it was not Louisiana, but there was a state that told me I was using the wrong verbs. It's like, OK, I don't know what verbs to use. They go, you're using the wrong verbs. And so <laughs> in Louisiana, they give you some of the word, some of the verbs. Define, describe, identify, list, discuss, explain, apply, classify, analyze, combine, assess, determine. And so you include the words that they have in their list in your learning objective. And, and, and so I'll just give you a brief one from the American Warrior Real Estate Professional. The section one is the why, what, and how of serving military clients. It's 50 minutes, the learning objective, identify the why, what, and how of real estate professionals serving military and veteran clients. Give examples which reflect the data and statistics of military community being a targeted population by businesses who do not serve the best interests of military and veteran clients. And I have five objectives. So those are things that you're going to be able to have to articulate on paper. Um, even when you partner, Kathy, with a local school, you still have to have this to give to them so that they submit your class and get it approved. So have I made this complicated enough? Yeah, so clearly there are a lot of steps. We gave a brief outline that we're going to send out after the fact. This is just a, a very peripherally peripheral version of what's involved because like anything else, it, you could say easily you want to do something. You have to be all in. You have to really give it some thought. You're going to have to put aside time. We Louise took a whole week off to work on it. So we just wanted to plant some of those seeds. We certainly hope it's something that you have interest in and we're happy to come alongside you and help you as best we can as we go forward. This was a, a very cursory um, view of what of what it takes. So Pistol, what do you have for us? Well, I'm glad that Louise didn't bring up how to get how to get CE approved in Wisconsin. Oh, no, no, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. That'll, that'll take too long. But I've known Louise for better uh, ten years now, and we've done a lot of things together. And I can just tell you, there's no more dedicated, committed person to helping others. And today she's on this call to help everybody on the call. And listen, yesterday she was on the Veterans U call with Sean Purnell helping people to get VA loans. She helps people, and of course, through AWI, we want to, we help vets with 101 service dogs last year. Now they've, she's got a program that goes to vets, police, fire, teachers, uh, nurses. This is what it's all about uh, in doing things. And uh, I really love her. And two things she said, people now want to get out and build those relationships again. And what she looks at and the things she can control, she said, if there's 10 loans in her market, she's going to get six. 
So everybody think with that, think positive. It's a great mindset. And, and Wheezy, I love you, darling. And we've done so many things together. And lastly, Kathy, and, and listen to this Vince Lombardi quote. I think you'll find it interesting. He says, watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. So a lot of things to think about. But thanks again, Wheezy. It's thanks, terrific thanks to listen to, to everyone. you. And we've I had so much fun together. Thank you. Austin, you want to bring us home? Yeah. Hey, Weezy, I got a quick question. What's your favorite subject to teach besides veterans? Besides veterans, we know that's the favorite, favorite. But oh, what's your second? Oh, my goodness. That's easy. Mental toughness. Get up, gear up, show up. Do it now. That's my favorite thing. That's I love it. it. I love it. I love it. Um, thank you so much, Kathy. You did an amazing pistol. You are a gym. I think you are the best thing in the world. Um, keep doing what you're doing. I did want to give everybody an update on keep playing. So uh, for those that don't know, uh, or for those that are new uh, to Ignite, right, or to Fairway, really, uh, we've always done a sales event, usually in November. It's at the Gaylord in Dallas. It's always been called Dream Big. It's going to be Keep Playing this year. So it has been rebranded to Keep Playing. We have professional speakers. You're going to hear from top producers. Um, we have some other fun, neat stuff playing that you've never seen before. There's breakout sessions. There's expos. Um, it is so worth it. Uh, in years past, it's always been six ninety five. It's actually going to be four ninety five this year. Four ninety five. All right. Um, there is going to be a link that will come out hopefully by tomorrow. Uh, Weezy is part of this group, and myself, and I don't know if I can see anybody else on this call, but uh, so many, so many people are going into putting this together, working really hard on it. Um, uh, it's going to be November tenth through the 12th. So that's Thursday. Uh, there'll be an expo. Uh, so try and get in in the morning. There'll be an expo in the afternoon, all day Friday, uh, Saturday, you'll be done by noon. Uh, so again, 11, 10 through 11, 12 Gaylord, uh, Dallas. If you have not been to the Gaylord, that place is amazing. Uh, I love that place. And they usually have Christmas stuff up in November, which is completely fine with me. Uh, so again, link will come. Uh, we will do some uh, Ignite stuff there too. Uh, we got some fun Ignite stuff planned and uh, hope to see everybody there. Uh, that is it. Everyone have a great Thursday.